This is episode 82 of the Creative Giant Show. I'm Charlie Gilkey. Thanks so much for joining me. All too often, exercise and movement are put in a different bucket of activities than those that count toward us being productive. Unfortunately, that's backwards. Exercise is a foundation for success, so focusing on our health and fitness is one of the most productive things we can do. Mike Gonzalez joins me today to talk about the relationship between creativity, confidence, priorities, and exercise. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the Creative Giant Show, where we go behind the scenes about what it means to live a life full of creative and professional success. Creative giants are talented, renaissance souls with a compassion-fueled bias towards action. Now, here is your host, Charlie Gilkey. If you're struggling to keep up with processing your email, SaneBox might be just the tool you need. It has saved me hours of time each month, and the amount of peace of mind I get from it is priceless. SaneBox sorts through your email and moves all of the trivial stuff into a different folder, so the only messages in your inbox are the ones you actually want to see. Aside from removing all of the junk so you can focus on the messages that matter, there's this great feature called the black hole. Move an email into that folder and you'll never hear from the sender again. One and done. Just how we like it. Because email can be such a bear and keep you from finishing the stuff that matters, we worked out a great deal for our listeners. Visit sanebox.com forward slash giant and they'll throw in an extra $25 credit on top of the two-week free trial. You don't have to enter the credit card information unless you decide to buy, so there's really nothing to lose. Again, that's S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com forward slash giant. Hello, Creative Giants. I am excited to introduce you to Mike Gonzalez. Mike is the founder of The Wellness Bucket, a business that helps people create daily sustainable health habits so that they're feeling their best and at their best in all that they do. He's a health coach, speaker, marathoner, men's physique competitor, and just recently ran his first ultra marathon, a 50-miler. Mike is committed to making a positive difference in the lives of others through health and exercise and believes that it is in pushing ourselves to do more and become more that we begin to make a positive impact not only in our lives, but in the lives of others who in turn make their own changes and progress, inspiring others to do the same. Originally from Boston, Mike now lives in San Diego, where when he's not training for some new and challenging fitness event, you can find him on the beach volleyball courts enjoying the sun, sand, and all of the perks that come with living in Southern California. Mike, thanks so much for the work you do in the world and for joining us on the Creative Giant Show today. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks for having me me here, man. It's a pleasure. Thank you. You know, I'm intrigued by your perspective here because part of, um, you know, a lot of times when we think about fitness trainers and we think about people in that realm, it's usually about the body, right? It's usually about how, how good you look, but your take is actually um, how it actually helps us become more creative. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. Well, the whole idea, it's, it's like, I always look at our body. It's, it's, it's our biggest asset. And I, I just don't think we, we look at it that way. I think it's like, Hey man, if I have time, I'll go to the gym, I'll get the run in, I'll get my exercise. We, we view it that way. We never view it as an asset to like what we're doing to become the best we can be at whatever relationships, money, career, entrepreneurship, whatever it may be. We always think, Hey man, I need to connect with people. I need to get better at WordPress and writing and copyright, but we never think, well, you know, for me to be at my best, 
in any one of those areas, why don't I take the number one thing I have right now at my disposal, at my fingertips that I am 100% responsible for? It's my body, my health, my energy, my confidence. And that all is direct. We can affect all of that in, a, in an instant, in 15, 20 minutes with exercise, with what we do, how we move, with movement. I mean, you've heard it said, Charlie, right? The quickest way to change your psychology, what you think is possible and believes possible, and what you can do is to change your physiology with exercise and movement. So that's the big that's the approach I always take. And I always say this too. It's like, it's not just about losing weight, running a marathon, having six pack abs. It's actually, it's literally about being your best, feeling your best. So you can ultimately become your best man, you know? Yeah. It reminds me, and I'm going to um, paraphrase cause I'm not going to get it exactly right. And I think it's a patent. I think it's a patent quote, but it's, um, and I'll do the fact check after this, but as a healthy mind cannot exist in an inactive body. Right. Um, and granted, I learned that from the army and that's all about, you, you know, you wake up in the morning, you do your PT and then you go to work. And, you know, it took me getting out of the military to really appreciate how much that was because now it's a thing to fit exercise into my day. It's like this, you know, it's this other sort of thing that I've got to tack on and go do as a part of rather than it being a part of my way of life, a part of my job, but a part of how I'm evaluated actually, right. Was, was baked upon, um, how physically fit I was right now. It's a write on. It's well, that's how we view it, man. If every time we view our priorities, it's like, you know, we always have the things we need to do, right? We have family, we have our careers, we have, we have these things and there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. Those are priorities in our life. But I always think it's funny how we push ourselves to that third spot, maybe fourth, maybe fifth. And if we can get to it, then we get to it as if, as in like, Hey man, if something's going to give, let it be me because everything else is important. Well, if you really valued everything else, if you really truly value everything else that you put before, before yourself, you'll actually put yourself first because when you are at your best, everything else benefits. Like, you know, they always say, you know, they say, they say, you know, what do they say? Uh, part of my French, you know, shit floats downstream. In this case, it's good shit because if you're, if you're in top position, feeling your best, doing your best work, everything else below you benefits from it. And it's as simple as that. So you think you're actually doing everything else justice by putting it before you, maybe temporarily, but in the long run, everything else is going to suffer, including your health. That's how I view it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think part of it is, and I've riffed about this in so many different ways, but um, part of it is how we even frame productivity, for instance, like productivity is about the work that we do. And it's about that type of thing, but it's not about how we're actually one um, finishing the stuff that matters and taking action on the things that matter. But we also don't include the activities that we do that make us physically better as being productive. Like if we reframed it to say, you know what, some of the most productive things that I can do is go to the gym for 45 minutes rather than hanging out on Facebook for 45 minutes. Right? <laughs> like why, you know, if we, and again, it kind of goes back to that. You bake it into your life. You bake it in as, as, as you know, just like everything else. And, um, I think it changes the way people think about it, right? I think, well, I think you nailed it. I think there's two things there, right? I think we're still under the impression that exercise is a nice to have. It's an aesthetic thing. If we can get to it, we get it done. We net, we have, I think we have yet to, to put it into a context where it's like, hey man, it's not a nice to have. It's not an aesthetic thing. It's not an abs thing. Hey, look good in this and lose weight. It's more than that. It's like, if you want to excel at any part of your life, 
you have to take your exercise, your fitness, your health, your eating, you have to take that healthy. And it's, and it's to be the best at anything you do. And I think, and I really think Charlie starts with a story we tell ourselves. It's like, Hey man, you know, you, we think, and I think you even kind of alluded to it, whether you knew it or not, like, Hey man, you know, working out for 45 minutes. The truth of the matter is it doesn't even have to be 45 minutes. It can be 15, 20 minutes a day, like starting off your day with a quick 15 minute hit workout that will exponentially change your energy, your, your confidence, your, your cognitive ability for the rest of the day but with 15 minutes in the morning. So I think that story we tell ourselves like, oh man, I don't have 45 minutes for an hour. I can't make it to the gym. I, I just don't have time today. BS, 15 minutes in the morning. I think we can all do that. And if we really sat and thought about it, like, holy cow, man, if I do this, it's going to make all these other things here that I need to get done in, during the day that much better. Who's going to say no to that? I, I just, I think it's the story we, you know, we paint in our, in our, in our minds as far as exercise and what it takes to get it done to be at our best. Yes, and I think everyone listen knows this at a cognitive level, right? Um, and I'll take myself as an example here. Um, I hate the process of like thinking about going, like thinking about going, and like you know planning on going to the gym and planning on working out, and that whole pre area. I hate that part. But when I'm at the gym, I actually enjoy myself, right? I actually have a good time, and then I enjoy the benefits of it. But the dislike of that startup is enough for me to be like, ah, not today. And not today becomes, well, not for three weeks. And then not for three weeks becomes not for three months, right? So what do we do about that? Because that's the rub. We all know this, Mike. It's true. You know, and, I, and Charlie, it's so funny you say that, man. It's always like that five minutes. It's, and I, I struggle with that myself. That if, I, if we can just get past that five minutes in the morning of like, oh, rolling around, do I stay in bed? If we get up and we put on our shoes and we're out the door, it's, no one ever regretted that great workout. You feel like a million bucks. I know I do, and I think everyone does, and you're probably the same. But you're right. How do we get, how do we get past that five minutes in the morning? It really comes down to this, man. And I don't mean to sound cliche or like you probably heard this. I'm not, this isn't rocket science, but like, what is, what's the reason why you're going to work out? What's your why? Why is it important to get up? Why is it important to be at your best? Why do you want to have higher standards? If it's just like, if it's a nice to have, or I should, we don't get our should of right? It's if, if that's, if that's why you're doing it because you feel like you should have or, or should, or ah, I know it's good for me you know what, five out of six times, it's not going to happen. But if you're like, hey man, this is serving a higher purpose. This is going to make me a better father to my kids. This is going to make me better, you know, in my entrepreneurial journey. This is going to make me better at serving the people that I'm out to serve. If you view it in that context, I really don't think there's going to, you, you might still, don't get me wrong, man. The alarm goes off in the morning. I don't want to get up. That's just the way it is. But I know there's that higher call. There's a, there's a reason. Why am I getting up? It's not just about me because when I'm on my best, everyone around me that I care about, everything I care about benefits. And unless the things around you, you don't care about, then fine, sit in bed, don't exercise. But if you really truly care about the things around you, you will get up and you will get done because they are 100% intertwined. They're linked. It's, it's the truth, Charlie. I hear you. I, I really do. So, I mean, here's the thing. Not yep. me, but, but I'm imagining someone. I've got kids, you know, I've got to get people up and going to work. Like, I've got all this stuff going on. And so, yeah, that story is really good, but where's the time? Really, where is the time? What are the things that I can do, like, when I have zero time? If, 
You know, you know, so here's, here's, I'll, I'll, I'm going to lay it flat out. And this is the same conversation I have with my own, my own coaching clients. If it's important to you, if it is important to you, and you've heard this said, you will find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. If, if someone tells me they, they do not have 15 minutes to better serve their kids, their spouse, their family, their friends, the people they're out to serve and the business they're creating, if you don't have 15 minutes, then you really don't care that much about either what you're looking to serve or your priorities need to be reevaluated. I'd like to sit down with anyone who tells me they do not have 15 minutes that's going to exponentially increase their productivity. I'd love to have that conversation and look at their day because I guarantee you, Charlie, I will find 15 minutes. And, and, it, and if, if someone wants to challenge me, like, Mike, can you really get a workout, a kick-ass workout that's effective and productive in 15 minutes? I'll, I'll, I'll meet with you and I'll actually give you one. But again, I'll meet with you and we'll run you through 15 minutes. It's, 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 I'm not joking around. It's not like, oh, it's cliche, 15 minutes. Yeah, nice to think about. 12, 15 minutes, you get a kick-ass workout. They'll, you'll benefit for the rest of the day. That's, that's what I would say, Charlie. Where can they email you to ask you that question? Yep, I love chatting with people. I answer all my emails personally. It's mike at thewellnessbucket.com. Okay, we're not done, but you put a challenge out there. So, you know, I just had to, you know, how, how are you going to back that up, Mike? Yeah, well, actually, I'll even share a quick funny story. I had a, um, a buddy of mine, this is like back in Boston about a year and a half ago, and he was, um, he was doing like a Periscope episode. He wanted to kind of get it, talk about fitness, and we were on it. He goes, hey, man, he goes, you're always talking about getting these quick workouts in. He goes, just take me through a quick five-minute exercise. And I said, okay. And we did five exercises for one minute each. And I swear to you, Charlie, I thought I was going to fall over and like have a heart. Five minutes. It was like, the guy was like, dude, I, I don't even think I could do another like two minutes, three minutes. That was five minutes. Can you imagine? <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is it's quality of time, not quantity, man. So um, what were those five exercises, by the way? Yeah, there were jumping jacks. Everyone knows jumping jacks. Burpees or squat thrusts. Everyone calls them something different push-ups, bicycles, like abdominal bicycles, and then a plank, an abdominal plank. Th those five, I mean, hopefully people took those down. Try, do it for one minute each, back to back to back to five minutes and see how you feel. Shoot me an email. I'd love to know how that felt. I'm not going to do it because I've done it <laughs> enough to know exactly how I feel. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, they're all calisthenics, right? They're all sort of like the, the drill sergeants and military trainers love those five exercises, right? You could do Absolutely. them anywhere. Absolutely. And, and they do the trick. In five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they do. Right. You're, you're aerobic. Your heart rates up. Your muscles are engaged. You're moving. You're limber. It's amazing, man. Five minutes. Five minutes. And so is that, would that be a full body workout? Um, yes. Is it a full body workout? Absolutely. And then, you know, if we, we, if we're like, Hey, is it, is it effective? And again, I mean, we have to dive into it, right? If you're like, Hey man, I'm trying to do what's your goal, you know, lose weight, run, I mean, obviously what's the specific goal. If you're like, Hey man, I have no time. I just need to get my body moving to get myself a little boost of energy. That's going to do the trick. If you're telling me you're trying to lose 40, 50 pounds, we might have, have to have you doing a little bit more than that. So it's, it comes down to what are you trying to do? All righty. So, you know, you've got a stick here. Like how does um, really focusing on your own health and happiness inspire others to make a difference in theirs, right? Because that's one of the claims is that it's not, and I've seen it happen, but you know, tell us a story about that. Actually, I have a client I'm working with right now. It's incredible. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, I know we always take off, we always do the things we do for ourselves, you know, right. We want to feel better just for ourselves, more confidence, more energy, um, fit in the clothes we want to fit. We always do things for ourselves, but we never really stop to think, and maybe we do, but not as much of the effect it's having on, on those around us, even the world, people around us, just the world around us, our family, friends, even people you probably don't even realize are watching you. They're watching you. And I've seen, I see this every day with my own clients in the gym, but anyways, one specific client I have right now, she, she's very successful in their business and she just, her goal was like, Hey, I need to lose 40 pounds. I want to lose 40 pounds. So we're working together. And, uh, it's, it's interesting because, because you take off down this path of like, okay, our goal is to lose 40 pounds. But along the way, she started developing this confidence, more energy. And before you know, she started questioning it just for whatever reason. Well, I know the reason, but like for whatever reason, she, her mindset started shifting. She's like, am I really doing the work I want to be doing? She started questioning what she was doing. Started actually exercising a little bit more. Started feeling better about herself. Started like saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to start writing. Started writing. Started dabbling a little bit more in things she wasn't doing that, doing so, you know, before. Before you know it, she, all of a sudden she has, a, you know, and I, I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit. She's mentoring three different girls. She's about to start a business. She's actually talking about writing a book. She has like a bunch of ideas. She's met with a writing coach. So all of a sudden you take this girl and, and then again, the path started down. Hey, I want to lose 40 pounds. And by the way, she's down over 20 already. So, you know, it's a whole idea like, you know, Hey, the success isn't really the weight. The success is really the person you become, you know, in the process. It's the person you become in the process of getting up the disciplines, those daily habits, like, you know, the confidence you get, the disciplines you, you, you instill in yourself, you know, the, the thinking that you start to do. And, and, you know, with her, it's like almost like, her ladder was leaning up, up, leaning up against the wrong wall, but she never really thought much. It had the energy or the confidence to question that and think, Hey man, maybe I can do this over here. That really fires me up and I'm excited about. And you could say, Hey man, maybe it's coincidental, but I think it's quite interesting that, you know, she went down this path to start of focusing on herself, her body, her health. And wouldn't you know it, all these other opportunities started happening for her. And I'll say one more thing, Charlie, before you know it, she went to visit her family. I won't say where, but you know, she had to take a trip to go f visit her family out of the country. And before you know it, they're all asking her what she's doing. So think about the effect she's having. Now her mom's like looking to lose. And actually I have a couple of her relatives to subscribe to, you know, the wellness bucket newsletter who also want to make a difference in it. So think about this one girl's decision to just to lose 40 pounds and what that's, what's that's the ripple that's starting to have, you know? So here's the thing. Creativity is often tied to confidence, right? It's often tied to confidence. And one of the fastest way to increase one's own confidence is to um, exercise, feel good in your body, so on and so forth to push. Sometimes it's to push your limits. Um, sometimes it's just to show up, right? Sometimes it's to say, I show up, that was hard as hell, but I did it. I got my workout in the day. And you know that if you do that one thing, that there are other hurdles that you can face for the rest of the day. And you have that confidence, right? And so many people get stuck because they lose that confidence in their abilities in general, and they find themselves along a pathway. Right. And so that's this sort of weird thing is like you change your mind a lot of times by changing your body. It's, it's, what's, what, what do they say? Emotion, motion affects emotion. Motion affects emotion. I mean, I'm not just making that up, man. Studies show that over and over and over again. Something as simple as a 15 to 20 minute walk, Charlie. Not, not even like a, not even, we're not talking about going to the gym for an hour and pumping weight. I'm talking about a freaking walk, man, around the block for 20 minutes. That the secretion of hormones in your body that's happening, that secretes your mind, your dopamine, your serotonin, your dopamine, all these 
feel good hormones that change the psychology of what you think and your confidence level, your energy, where otherwise you might not have thought of doing something. And all of a sudden, just because you went for a walk, you have your body, your, your, your number one asset, as I always call it, working for you. Holy good, goodness gracious. I mean, you're setting yourself up. I believe, Charlie, that there is greatness in all of us. I believe there is greatness in all of us. And I always tell people they're awesome. And people probably laugh at me, but I always tell people they're awesome because I believe there's greatness in all of us. But the thing is, how do we tap into that? How do we tap into that greatness that exists in all of us? And I think that one of the quickest and fastest ways to do it is through exercise, man. All righty. So what were you 10 when you ended up you know, like busting your gut when you were trying to do the push? Or your- <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was in third grade. I thought I was, you know, I, uh, I thought I was going to be the next, I don't, I don't even know what I thought, but I, I wanted to be just, you know, a bodybuilder or something. And I was, I was like, let me see if I can bust out a hundred sit-ups. I did it but I got a hernia that I had to get operated on. So <laughs> that wasn't so cool. Yeah. I mean, the reason I bring that up is you've, um, you've been in the push-up position since you were, you know, you know, 10 years old, you've, you've been in this sort of life and there's your way of being in the world. Right. So a lot of this is really, really native to you. Um, that being said, when it comes to your own exercise habits and mindsets, where do you need to grow the most? That's a great question, man. Um, well, I'm always quick to admit my faults. Like, for example, I have no problem. I'm, I'm, the, I'm far from perfect. I can tell you that. This might be my world, and I love it, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm a big advocate of it. I need to do a better job of drinking water. I, I'll sit here, Charlie, and talk to you for an hour of the importance of drinking water. I suck at it. I'm, I, I'm the first to admit. Um, so I need to be better at that. I'm trying to think of what else I could do. Oh, another thing I can do, like, I will work – um, you know, we get a little older this weekend. I just turned 40. That's just the way it is. I mean, you get a little older, um, recovery becomes a big part of the process. I'm still under the impression I need to push my body. So sometimes I'm out doing more than I, it's probably, probably a smart thing to do. So I need to get first. So if you ask me, where do I, where can I get better? I need to definitely drink water more regularly and I need to focus more on my recovery. Um, giving my body the rest it needs sleep. I sometimes I'm not the greatest at that. You know, I get up, I'm, I'm a, I'm a night owl. I'm up a little later than I should up early. Those are my areas, man. I can, I have no problem admitting that. Um, but that was, those two are mine. I know those hands down. So the reason I asked that is because that puts you in a similar position as people who are like, man, I know I need to work out. I know I need to, right. Um, I, there's these things I know I need to sort of things. And so how are you working through that? Um, good question. It's, it's a con- constant effort, constant effort. Hey man, it, it, it's, I think it, it's, it's safe to say some things come easier to us than others. That's, that's a no brainer. So some things just come easy to me uh, when it comes to exercise. Like I can eat really healthy. I can go out and run a freaking marathon. Like some things just, I don't, you don't have to push me. I just, they just come naturally water. I'm not a big fan of it. So what do I do? Child, it's just constant awareness of it. It's like, I understand it's importance. So I do it. And if I have a bad day, I don't beat myself up. I'm like, damn it. And next day I try to be better. You know, it's all about making progress. As long as I'm giving it the effort every day, I know I'm, I'm not going to be perfect, man. And I, and, I, and I don't expect anyone I work with, anyone listening to your show right now to be perfect. It's not about perfection. It's about making progress and constantly striving to be better and be better. Yeah, you're going to have your shit days. But as long as seven out of those 10 or six out of the 10, seven, you're, you know, you're consciously aware of that you need to be, not need to be, I hate the word need, but you know, you're wanting to do that because you know the importance behind it. I think you're in a pretty good spot, man. That's how I view it. So 
what's your biggest challenge right now and how is movement and exercise helping you work through it? Because that's part of the claim here. I, no problem answering that. Um, the wellness bucket actually is in a, is in a pretty cool spot right now, right? It's like, you know, it's over the last two and a half years, it's developed and it's grown kind of slowly. And lately it's, it's growing pretty quickly. So there's a lot more demand on me. Like, Hey, you know, um, I, I to spare the details unless you want them, but just, it's, you know, you know, podcasts, writing interviews, um, creating more programs, replying back. I'm just big on replying back to people who reach out to me. I, I love doing it. So making sure I get back to them in, t- in, in timely fashion, it's these stresses that are placed on me right now. And I welcome them because it's all part of the process, I think. And I, and I, and I love it, but it's, it's stressful, man. And I'm like, well, I need to keep up. I, otherwise I'm going to burn out. So it, it almost forces me to like, I, so I realized, Hey man, more now than ever, even though I'm busier than I ever been, I have ever been is when I know I absolutely must get my exercise in. As a matter of fact, when you and I are off this call right now, I'm going to go for a run because then I got to come back and I have another conference call. It's that important. And it, it, the easiest thing to do is like, I just can't do it. I have my next call. I got to prepare. I got to, and I think that's BS, man. I, I think we have to always make time going back to your point at the beginning, always make time for exercise. What are the, what's that saying with meditation? If you think you don't have like 15 minutes to meditate, then it means you should be meditating for an hour. Isn't that something like that? Right. I, I, I say the same thing with exercise. So anyways, that's, that's how I'm using it at this point right now, Charlie, in my life. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to piggyback on that because on the one hand, um, wellness bucket has taken off, right? So that means more screen time. Um, you know, more insight time. And I imagine for a movement and fitness guy, um, more insight time is not necessarily more fun time. I, I mean, even though you love what you do, but it's also pulling you away from this other thing as well. Right. Sure. So you've got that going on, but pulling away to go work out is decreasing your amount, the amount of time that you can use to grow that. Like what's your, what's your head game around that? Because I know, I know how trippy that head game is, you right. Um, it's just for me. And again, I, I think I don't want to get, you know, into too much of the psychological part of it. It's for me, it's like, it, that's who I am. That's who I, that's who I define myself. That's how I identify myself, who I am. I'm Mike. I'm the fitness guy. I'm the guy who's, who gets it done, who runs, who exercises, who do, that's just who I am. That's my identity. And I know it's just a story, but that's one I know I believe and but I want to believe it because it's important to me. So I wrap myself around that. Hey, this is who I am. So I need to get it done because that is my story. That is who I am. And I'm not trying to change that at all. So I know the mind can play with you and, and, and it trusts me. I, a lot of the times the story we tell ourselves about who we are and what exercises means to us absolutely affects like who we are, what we do and how we approach exercise. So for me, I'm the fitness guy. So it just, it gets done. And, uh, one more thing I'll say, Charlie, I don't know if this kind of, maybe if, I don't know if this plays into it, but the reason why it's also so important to me, it's like, I don't know if, you know, the trials and tribulations you've had in your life, but exercise is the one thing that's always been there for me. Like, for example, like, you know, being young, being told you're dumb, you're idiot, you're a loser, you're not going anywhere with your life. What was there for me? Exercise. That actually kind of kept me confident and still trying to pursue things. College, I got rejected by a ton of colleges, but I kept exercising, running because that kept me motivated. Like, no, I kept my mindset thinking, no, keep pushing. Um, you know, went through divorce. That kept me positive and, and going with the relationships. Lost my dad to cancer. That kept me going like, lost business deals, like 20 grand, if not more. 
exercise was always a thing I turned to that I leaned on because it always kept me level headed when everything else I could have spiraled, spiraled down and let, you know, it's just, but exercise has always been there for me. So when I say, yo man, I rely on this big time. It's because, you know, when shit hits the fan, that's the one thing, you know, you can always turn to and physiologically it is, it's going to work in your favor to pull you out of that and, and, and keep you going down the path. Yeah. I mean, so in that way, like, not only is exercising something that's always been with you, but it's actually the foundation of your success. You remove the exercise, you remove the success. No, hands down, man. I think you just nailed it. You said foundation. If, if you build whatever you're building on a foundation of like health, health principles, and it doesn't have to be, you know, healthy principles, simple, eat right, exercise, drink your water, take your vitamin, build everything else upon that. And you're setting yourself up for success, man. I mean, you know, you've probably heard the story, right? They asked Richard Branson, Hey man, what's the one thing that you'd, you'd advise anyone, you know, is trying to get ahead and be better at direct. I mean, be better in, in their career and, you know, advance in entrepreneurship. He goes, simple exercise, exercise. I'm like, he's like, dude, why you own like all these businesses and that's your advice. He's like, yeah, exercise. That's something, there's something to be said there. If, if a guy like Richard Branson gives us that advice, we might want to listen, man. Well, yeah. In his, in his book, uncertainty, Jonathan Fields talks about certainty anchors, right? And, when we look at, when we peel back the layers of, you know, what, what successful people are doing, what we see is that there are actually these like non-sexy things that meditation, right? <laughs> tends to be one of those exercise tends to be another of those sleep, right? <laughs> and, it, it, and I say that because it sounds funny. We all kind of laugh and joke, but it's like, no, really, that's it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's yeah. not that they're ninjas at, you know, some technical skill or some creative skill It's that they wake up every morning and meditate, you know, from six to six thirty, and then they go work out and then they eat breakfast and then they move on. To <laughs> it's, a, it's not rocket science, right? But, and it's, I, I don't mean to say it like, like, like I know exercise is a challenge. I get it, getting out of bed and stuff. But when you think about it, it's, there's nothing really to think about. I could give you five exercises. You know, the whole idea is like what's easy to do, like you just said, meditate, exercise, maybe even write in a gratitude journal. You could do that in half an hour every morning. What's easy to do is also easy not to do. And that's probably why we think it's so easy that it can't be, it, I mean, it can't really be beneficial, right? But it really is, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, I'm going to get it backwards, but it's an old one from Aristotle. Is what lies in our power not to do, lies in our power to do. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, and so it's that same sort of thing. It's the, I, I think because they're so easy, um, that's why we overlook them. Like we imagine things have to be harder than what they need to be. Um, and when you look at prolific writers, um, they sit down and write a bunch, right? Um, some of it's good. A lot of it's not, right? Um what, what, so what's it take to be a successful writer? Well, a lot of writing, right? Some of it good, <laughs> right. a lot of it not, right? Exercise. When we go through that, I think there are these simple practices that lay the, fa the, the foundation for success down the road and exercise being one of those. I agree, man. And just to kind of piggyback, piggyback off that, I think sometimes there was actually a study done out of Boston University. I wish I could remember the guy's name. But anyways, what they found is like one of the top reason why uh, like health resolutions don't last is because we come out of the gate too fast, swinging too aggressively. So it's almost like, and that's whole, a whole mindset. Hey, if I'm going to do this, I got to go to the gym for an hour, an hour and a half. Like we come out too aggressively. It's not sustainable, man. That's why like the wellness bucket, the whole idea behind it, it's like create simple, sustainable daily health habits, simple and sustainable because that's really what it takes, man. If I said, Hey Charlie, 15 minutes a day, 
you know, like, so you, you mean to tell me I don't have to go to the gym and, and get in my car and go, go there and get a membership? No, no. And I think that's the problem we run into because there's so much awesome information. And there is, there's a lot of awesome information online more than ever. It's awesome, but it's also overwhelming because there's so much people like they get so overwhelmed. Like because I'm so overwhelmed, I'm just not going to do anything versus doing something. They do nothing because there's so much, they don't know where to start. And that's why I'm all about, listen, man, something quick, simple, easy, daily, you're way ahead of the game. And what were those five exercises again? No problem. Jumping jacks is one. Number two is burpees. Number three is push-ups. Number four is abdominal, like a bicycle, abdominal bicycle. And then number five is an abdominal plank. Yeah. Um, and I want to pull that up there because again, um, I agree with you. Um, I recently, well, I'll make a long story very short. I was in a car accident in 2013 um, and, you know, um, it took me out of the game for a while and I lost a lot of core strength, a lot of core strength, like more than I'd really known that I had. And it was really hard to get going again because I'm like, wow, I can't pick up anything. That box just whipped me. That's never happened before, right? Um, and so I was on that, that side of like, man, I got to get an exercise habit. Not I got to, but like I want to. Um, but there's part of the head game, you know, whenever you've been out of the game for a while, it's like you see where you were and then you got to start over again. But in this case, I had to start over again, having lost a lot of core strength right on top of that. So I'd go to the gym and it was just like super demotivating, right? I'd be like, ah, oh, I can't do anything anymore. Right. Um, and so that was starting to play at me more and more and more and more. Right. And, and I'm fortunate because I'm currently recording, I've got a sit stand desk. And the reason I say that is because um, I had to get it because of pain, but number two, um, it actually made me move throughout the day really effortlessly. So I'm back and forth to the board. I'm moving all day, but I, so I'm still flexible. So I got the movement, but I didn't have the strength. What I figured out is actually a kettlebell. One kettlebell, a one palm kettlebell with all the different exercises I can do with that. And then like, you know, while my coffee is brewing and just getting, you know, some different swings in, getting some overheads in, getting some curls in, just like whatever my body went, I was actually starting to slowly rebuild that core strength and also rewrite the story by like, man, I'm not working out, so on and so forth, right? And the thing about it is, it's one kettlebell. Like, it's just, that's, that's all it is. I'm like, well, I need to do something. I'll pick up the kettlebell and figure it out, right? Um, and, you know, it's a long story, but I also, like, for instance, I was like, oh, there are all these kettlebell exercises on the iPad. <laughs> and it became a huge thing, right? I was just like, there's like these six exercises I know I can do it over and over again, which is why I keep asking you about those five. The point to all of this is, one, um, you have to focus, I think, on where you are and not where you think you should be. And I think that's where these regimes, as you mentioned, those resolutions come from is that they start from where people think they should be rather than where they are. You know? Yeah, yeah I really know. First of all, I appreciate you sharing all that, man. That's that's awesome. Good for you. And, and the fact, I just actually love what you just shared because <laughs> it plays right into what we just talked about. Like, right, kettlebells are the big thing and they're awesome. And there's so much you can do with them. But I love, Charlie, I love your approach, man. Like, hey, I'm comfortable with these six and I'm not going to do them in this fashion where it has you doing it one hour all at a time. You get it done whenever you can fit it in. I absolutely love that. I always say, hey, man, do what you can where you are with what you have. And that is exactly what you're doing, man. That is so awesome. And just, just to kind of touch upon like that whole piece that, you know, people doing what they, they think they should be doing. It's like, 
that's bogus. I don't even want to look a day ahead. Like, and, and, and forget being in an, like you were in, in, in an injury. I mean, you had an injury that occurred and I, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, so, you know, you were, you were comparing to what you used to be and you don't have to be in an injury for, to do that. People do that all the time. Hey, when I was in college and high school, I was this and I was doing, we do that all the time. And I always try to squash that. It's like, Hey man, be appreciative of that. When you were there, that was awesome. You're not there now. And I'm not trying to, you know, forget about it. That was awesome. You are here right now. Forget about then. Forget about tomorrow. How are we going to make the best of today? Not be the best. How are we going to give our best? And there's a big difference there. We're not having you trying to be the best. I want you to give your best, whatever you have that day. Focus on that day and that day only. And if you do that, awesome. Pat yourself on the back. Next day, guess what? You get up, how can I make the best of today? If we take that approach, man, I think we're, I think we're setting ourselves up for some serious success. Not focusing on what we used to be or what maybe we're, you know, how far we have to go, but where we are today and what, how we can be our, our best today. Simple. Well, Mike, I was just about to ask you, like, if there's one message that you could leave um, our listeners with, what would it be? But I think you may have just dropped it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and I, I want to actually go back to the other one, Charlie, which is, I mentioned earlier, because it's the one I always want to, I always want to make sure I get out there. It's like, people need to understand if they don't already that there is greatness within them. And people probably know it, but if they really want to tap into it wholeheartedly, fully in every aspect of their life, career, finance, business, relationships, I don't care what it is. If you want to be your best at any one of those, tap into that greatness. The way to do that is through exercise, through movement. Motion affects emotion. It's the fastest way to, 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 to tap the number one asset that we all have. It's our bodies. So that is the biggest message, man. If I could deliver, it's like, if you take care of your body, man, it's going to take care of you in all aspects of your life. Mike, thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely, Charlie. It's such a pleasure to be here, man. All righty, Creative Giants. You heard it from Mike. Exercise and some of these other simple tasks are the foundation for your success. And if you really want to change the world and move other people, start with moving yourself. And until next time, stand tall. Thanks for listening to the Creative Giant Show. To find more tools and inspiration for creative giants, head on over to ProductiveFlourishing.com. Stand tall, Creative Giant.